0: Welcome to a brand new episode of The Most Lavish Podcast, exclusively on the 4th Wall Pop Network. I am your host, Wade Ilson, and I'm here to give you that next level pop, where we like to hashtag make it pop, and I'm going to give you some cool geek talk now. You guys know, I come back maybe once a month, but now, with the new schedule, which you've seen, I will pop up every Wednesday or so. So this episode, it's funny, I have to do this because literally all this news broke I'm recording this on Tuesday night. Tuesday afternoon when James Gunn, which there had been rumors circulating for like weeks, that he would be announcing what was going to be happening within DC Studios. Speculations were all over the place. There was going to be a new Batman movie, a new Superman movie, a new Wonder Woman movie, a new... Just everything was starting completely over and it kind of stuck to that so james gunn said that the first half of the rebooted dc universe will be called or the first chapter will be called gods and monsters they announced 10 projects which will officially begin on july 11th of 2025 with superman Legacy superman legacy which has been confirmed by james gunn is not a reboot it's not a reboot it is he has already been established superman will be basically i'm trying to think of the best story you can kind of base this up oh he said that this is gonna kind of be based off of all-star superman which is written by frank miller honestly one of the best Superman stories I've read in a long time. If you guys have not read it, please go check it out. Perfect, perfect way to depict Superman in modern times. I believe it came out in like 2015. I could be wrong. Guys, if you want to fact check me, fact check me. And the statement was that this is the true creative true foundation of our creative vision for the dc universe so finally within the dc universe superman will be a focal point instead of doing this and i am a huge batman fan they will break glass in case of emergency we're just going to do a batman film or something involving batman to get everybody's attention now it goes on to later state that not only is superman an iconic part of DC lore he is also a favorite character for comic book readers viewers of earlier movies and fans around the world he said he can't wait to introduce his version of superman who audience will will be able to follow and get to know across films movies animation and gaming here is another interesting part of that youtube video that i saw this morning well this afternoon he said that if they cast voice actors for the, for the animated series which I will touch on one of them very soon they will then be that character in a live action movie whenever it calls for it he also addressed the elephant in the room when it comes to movies like Joker the Joker 2 sequel Foley Do, which is coming out next October and the Batman part 2 which is coming out October 3rd 2025 he describes these as Elseworld films that is something that is very cool I love that Elseworlds was basically DC's version if you want to break it down to somebody who doesn't get it DC's version of a what if so These stories are not canon. These stories are not connected to anything going on with the current timeline. They are separate stories, separate universes. And anything going on in that, again, is not connected to the DCU timeline outside. He then went on to explain. Now, a lot of these projects I am unfamiliar with. And some of them I am very familiar with. And I'm going to deep dive the hell out of it. Now, the first title I want to touch on is something I have craved for as a Batman fan. Um, Believe me, my wife's heard it a million times. Anybody who knows me as a Batman fan. I know you guys know I love Spider-Man. But I am a huge Batman fan. And the movie we are getting, not Robert Pattinson. Again, I repeat, this is not a Robert Pattinson film, so do not think or connect Robert Pattinson to this film. We are getting the Batman movie called Batman the Brave and the Bold. No date has been announced yet. It is inspired by Grant Morrison's comic series Brave and the Bold, and it'll give an introduction to the DCU version of Batman. Unlike Robert Pattinson, again, stating for you guys, this is an established Batman as the head of the Bat Family. I'm so excited. I'm cheesing right now. The Bat Family will be making their cinematic debut. I don't know how many members of the Bat Family, but if I'm basing it off of Morrison's run, we would be getting not only... Batman. We'd also be getting Damian Wayne, who is a big part of this film. Red Hood, Tim Drake's Robin, and DC Universe. We're getting it. DC fans, we're getting it. A live-action Nightwing in a movie. (laughs) Not, not knocking. The Titan show. I love Nightwing on that show, too. Don't get me wrong. But this will be our first time getting a Dick Grayson within a cinematic universe. And I am so excited. Now, I know you guys are going to bring up Batman and Robin. We're not talking about that. Sorry. Chris O'Donnell was 30 years old. That is not my Robin. He could have played Nightwing if, you, if he were... Younger at the time now He could have played Nightwing Because that's a proper age But no This is going to be in A right Properly aged Nightwing And I can't wait to see What happens with that But again This story is going to focus On the strange Father and son story Between Batman And Damian Wayne Bruce Wayne and Damian Wayne And as James has put it He's a little son of a bitch Murder assassin Whose existence was unknown to Batman for the tweens first eight to ten years of his life. And following in the footsteps of Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, and Tim Drake, the boy Robin, the boy becomes Robin and his father's Batman. Also, Talia Gould has been mentioned and she'll be in this, which is cool too. But if we are purely basing this off of Grant Morrison's one, I wanna give you guys a little heads up to this. Bruce Wayne isn't even alive in that run. Through, as I put it, wibbly, wobbly, timely, wimbly, magic, hibbity, jibbity, wobbly, wobbly, drop, drop it like it's hot stuff. There is no Bruce Wayne. Go look it up if you want to know why. Dick Grayson takes up the the cowl and is the Batman in in that run. Love that run. I agree with James Gunn a thousand percent. Damien was a full-blown prick, but you grew to love him as time went on. And he is one of my favorite Robins, but he's one of the Robins I refuse to call Robin. He's Damien to me. So every time I bring him up in conversation, he is always Damien to me. But again, I am excited for this film. I can't wait for this film. I can't wait to see who they cast in this film. I may have to go back and revisit Grant Morrison's run. Hell, I may just revisit how this even started. So I have to go back and read how Batman Bruce Wayne died through wibbly-wobbly-timely-wimey magic. Guys, you can go look it up too. But the next project that was announced was... This is finally what DC Universe fans have wanted for a while. Superman being the base, the heart, the core of the DC Universe, instead of going with the, uh, in case of emergency, break glass Batman film. The film is called Superman Legacy and will kick off this new gods and monsters universe within the DC Universe. James Gunn is writing. He says he can't wait to introduce us to his version of Superman. And if we were going to base it off of, uh, if you wanna get a good feel of who this Superman is, it's not gonna be a full blown reboot. He is not, we're not gonna have to sit through the whole Krypton exploding thing. It's going to be Superman, like already known. In this film, from what he's saying, we're gonna—he's married to Lois. All that stuff has already happened, and like rumors were rumors were going around that Lex Luthor was gonna be a main villain. We could see Metallo debut. There's so many options going on with this film, but James Gunn said we're gonna love this film regardless because Superman has always been the heart and the core of the DC universe, and that's what he wants to give us. But he also said this is kind of based off of Grant Morrison's run of All-Star Superman. So if you have not read that, again, I go. I suggest you go check that out. I'm going to be honest with you guys a little bit. I, I picked up the whole run, but I never read it because ugh, Frank Miller sometimes is hit or miss. But from what I've been told, this is a very, 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 very amazing run to read and is a great setup of how Superman should and would be in a modern time in modern times sorry guys doing a one man show you get thirsty so the next film in the DC universe that a lot of people are a little iffy about and even I'm a little like uh, okay cool I'm I'm happy to see what they're gonna do is a movie called The Authority. Now, there is one character I know from this because he popped up in Nightwing, or I'm sorry, Grayson's run where he was a spy. God, don't get me started with that Grayson But DC Studios is describing this as Wildstorm, which DC now owns, Wildstone characters will join the DCU as members of the Authority and take matters into their own hands to do what they believe is right. Basically, there are a group of superheroes who, ha- who take a no zero-tolerance zero to- approach with any threat that comes their way. The group consists of Swift, the Doctor, Midnighter, who I'm very familiar with, Jenny Sparks, the Engineer, Jack Hoosh, Hawksmore, and Apollo. Now, for those that don't know, Apollo and Midnighter are a couple. They are dating. Please go read that one. I've heard good things. Again, I'm going to start. Now that this DC Studios thing is kicked off, it's going to make me go read more DC comics. And see what's going on. And check out these characters. And get more familiar with them as movies are coming out. And we get more announcements and things like that. But one of the biggest biggest things I can talk about as far as we go with TV. I gotta touch on TV a little bit before I go back to the movie. Paradise Lost. We are getting a show about the Amazons and Themyscira and the birth of Wonder Woman. And it's going to be very Games of Thrones-like. So if you guys like Game of Thrones... And you like Wonder Woman. And you like the Amazonian, Amazons, This is the show for you. You won't get Wonder Woman right off the bat. I'm completely fine with that. But we get the Amazons. How they live. How people rose to power. How they survived until... And I think they said the show goes up until Diana's birth. Which varies on which birth you want to go with. Some people go with that she was formed out of clay, fired by her mother. Some people believe she was born, you know, her and her mom. Her mom had a thing with Zeus. I choose to go with the Zeus one. That's just my thing. But again, it is a Game of Thrones type show. Set within that mascara, hyped. Hyped is not the word. And if you'd want to check out a run of that, there's a two-part story in 2001's Wonder Woman. Sorry, guys, I got my nose literally right in front of me. Which was written by written by George Perez and Phil Jimenez. It's a civil war between two. Oh look, there's a the plot. A civil war between two tribes of Amazon as Princess Diana feuds with her mother. That's what they're kind of basing it off is a story called Paradise Lost. One of the other shows that I want to touch on. No, I'll hold up on that show. That show's okay. Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow this is going to be based on Tom King, one of my favorite writers. Sorry guys, he is. I love Tom King. I loved his Batman run. I loved what he did. I know you guys are butthurt about a lot of things he did, but he wrote some of the toughest stuff following up with what is arguably one of the best Batman comic book runs of all time, the Scott Snyder run. It's a version of Supergirl's cousin that we are not used to seeing. And they are completely different. This is going to be a very hard movie. This is going to be a very graphic film. Because if you remember, she was older than him. But since... He's on. He went to Earth before she did, I and mean, he thought Krypton was ex, had exploded. She maintained her age and stayed 14 for a while because time slows down and then Krypton and all that stuff. But we're going to see how she lived and how she survived until she gets to Earth where she's reunited with her cousin. Hype. Again, I can't keep saying hype. There's so much good stuff coming within the DC universe. Now, I trust James Gunn with this. Um, another show that I heard that was announced—well, not heard—he confirmed was announced—is Waller with Viola Davis, which will take place after Peacemaker season one. Waller will be taking place in between that time frame because Peacemaker two is putting on hold is being put on hold for this now they did say that anyone who was in peacemaker if you have not seen season one go watch that will be in waller season one not many details have been revealed about the show all we know is viola davis is attached no issues from me booster gold is also getting a show and I've read Booster Gold and a few things, maybe like the Batman-Tom King run. Again, my one of my first introductions to the character where I got a little bit more of an understanding with him. Also, Heroes in Crisis. And so I'm a few times on Justice League Unlimited. But he is getting a show. And honestly, this is where I think James Gunn is going to get... Chris Pratt to play Booster Gold I totally feel that's the option he's going to go with because he did say that he is not ruling out pulling some of his Marvel friends from his uh, Guardians of the Galaxy films to then come over to the DC Universe to play other characters like Batista made a statement today saying he would love to play Lex Luthor I'm not against it Dave's proven he's a very good actor as of late, especially in this uh, "knock in the cabin" or "knock at the door" movie that's coming out this Friday. But I feel Booster Gold is going to be a cool show. It's going to be mixed with some timey wimey stuff, and Chris Pratt can play the uh, can play Booster Gold. He's very Star Lord gives it his Star Lord. MCU-wise, gives a lot of Booster Gold vibes to me. So, his show is coming. Also, there will be a Lantern show, which focuses on Jon Stork and Hal Jordan. And to get a feel off of it, they said it's going to be very true detective-like. Don't know what that means. I've never watched True Detective. I was never a true detective fan. But, again, I am here for it. And we'll see what's going on. Another announcement that was made was Swamp Thing will be getting a live action film. Now, for those who have not watched Swamp Thing, the series, it was great. I'm mad it got canceled before the season even finished. But this is going to be James Gunn and DC Studios attempt at a DC horror film, which Swamp Thing is supposed to be scary. He's supposed to have that horror vibe. A lot of things he does are very graphic and gritty and I can't wait to show this to my wife who is a big spooky horror movie fan who enjoys the horror every now and then and see what she thinks of it and get the vibe off of it so if she thinks it's corny she's gonna tell me (laughs) she pulls no punches shout out to her uh what else else did he announced Lanterns, got my notes, Lanterns, Superman movie, Waller, oh, Creature Commandos, uh, this is one of the animated series projects he mentioned, where it'll be a seven episode series, which Amanda Waller creates a black ops team out of monstrous prisoners, which include <laughs> Rick Flagg Sr., and amphibian shade scientist, Nina Mazur- Mazurski, the nuclear radioactive Dr. Foster first, Shade agents, Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein. I have low key, guys, I think I might have my wife post. She's a big Bride and Frankenstein fan, so that might get her involved. And the I told her Frankenstein's been the DC universe for a while. The military-made GI robot and one of. My favorite character from Suicide, the Suicide Squad, Weasel. So that means James Gunn's brother, James Gunn's brother, will be making his return as Weasel in that universe. Not much has been said about that, but the other part of this announcement was, um, excuse me for a second, guys. <coughs> Sorry, part of me is that anybody from the DC universe prior to James taking over can come back and the doors open for them to return there are rumors about a Wonder Woman movie which Gal Gadot would direct Aquaman is still happening the Flash movie is still happening um, Shazam is coming out in a few months so we have that to look forward to But I'm going to have to come back And let you guys know Because James Gunn said After all this news had broke After the dust had settled And everything was calm That's only the first half of uh, Phase 1 So there's more announcements coming Hopefully tomorrow Or in the next few months or so Probably DC FanDome If they bring that back I don't know But he said that's only the first half with more on the way again you know what I'm going to let you guys know this this now I'm probably going to do an episode reviewing and giving my thoughts on a few things with the brave and the bold I'm going to have to revisit uh, James Morrison, Morrison James Morrison's run of Batman and Robin to give my honest feedback and thoughts on what this film may have in it Maybe bring some special guests on to get them to read it and check it out, but um, I'm gonna end this one. It's gonna be a short episode, guys. I don't want to talk all night long. I gotta get some rest. But if you'd like to follow me on social media, my Twitter is at Weird Olson. If you'd like to follow this podcast, it is the Most Lavish Pod on Instagram at Most Pod on Twitter. If you'd like to follow this lovely network you listen to us on, you can follow us on all social media platforms at Fourth well Pop Network. You can also follow us, rate, subscribe, give us those five stars. on Also on all podcast streaming platforms, Apple, Google, Anchor, which I'm currently recording on, all that good stuff. But guys, I'm going to end this one with a piece of salute and I'm out, later.